Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, everybody, and welcome to Double or Nothing. This is a brand new podcast that we got going for you. We got me, Mason Migliera, and then we got over here, Patrick Peverty. Patrick, how you doing today? I'm doing great. Just uh, happy to get this going. Happy to be uh, figuring out technology with you. Oh, yeah. We're definitely going to have to figure this stuff out. But I appreciate you uh, bringing this idea up and like getting us started with this. I mean, I mean, let's just get right into it, right? I mean, we got South Florida sports right now. We're going absolutely bonkers. We got the Miami Heat in the NBA Finals. We got the Florida Panthers in the NHL Stanley Cup. Um, the Dolphins are doing some things. Uh, the Marlins are doing some things. We got Dolphins. Are, wait, Dolphins. Dolphins. The only things that they're doing right now is putting that camera onto his head. But we could slow down with the Dolphins. <laughs> okay, hey, they're, they're I don't. Stuff. They're they're probably what the third team in the AFC East right now. Third, dude. No, I don't. This wasn't even what we were supposed to be talking about. But let's. I'll talk about it right now. I'll talk. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I'm putting them above the Bills or the Jets, but you're right. This is not – we. I don't want to get us off track. It, game four was last night. Game four was last night. Where were you, Mason? Where, where were you watching the game? I was uh, with a buddy. We were just hanging out at his house. We were just watching the game. And, uh, you know, a little unfortunate because uh, I am a Heat fan. Uh, but, you know, I was just hanging out with some friends and just having a – throwing a few back, you know, at what we do. Certainly know that feeling. Uh, I am not a Heat fan. I was uh, enjoying the Nuggets' success. I wanted a closer series than this. I didn't know, um, or I didn't think that the Nuggets were going to play so well. They match up well with the Heat. Um, I was out with a couple of buddies too, watching the game. Yeah. Seems like seems like things just got a little bit uh, out of Miami's grasp, especially when Aaron Gordon just put together oh a masterclass. Uh, the some of the adjustments that Spo made, I don't think that they were necessarily for the best, but we can uh, get into that a little bit later. What were yeah. your um, uh, initial thoughts, I guess, from the game? What, what was the biggest takeaway that you had from uh, this finals matchup? What do you think uh, or the Heat might have to change? Anything of that sort? What, what caught your eye last night? It's the lack of like 
drive, I feel like. I feel like they're, they just don't have enough energy as a team right now to overcome this extremely – don't get me wrong. The Nuggets are a fantastic team, and they deserve what they're doing right now. Like, if they won the entire series, like, I would not be shocked. They deserve it. Great. But as a Heat fan, I'm just really disappointed in how they've kind of come out as a whole, and especially what Jimmy Butler has done for us the entire postseason – Obviously, at the start with the 51-point game against Giannis and the Bucks, like that stuff was huge, and we wouldn't be here without him. But we still need him, and I feel like he hasn't really been that star player in the NBA Finals that he should be. And on top of that, the supporting cast, Max Struess, he's been absolutely non-existent. Yeah, Struess outside of like the first quarter in Game Two has shot extremely bad. Historically bad. I think I saw the numbers on Twitter today. Um, Excluding game two, he is one for 21 or 27 from three-point range. That that sounds about right. He he can't throw it in the ocean. Like, he's really bad. I mean, and Caleb Martin and Gabe Vincent aren't excluded in that either. They're playing poorly and playing poorly defensively because neither of them, nobody can guard Aaron Gordon on the other end. Mm -mm. (laughs) There was a moment. There was a moment last night. When in like the second quarter, I think Aaron Gordon had like 10 or 11 points. He got the ball at like the, like a little bit left of the top of the key. Like I'm saying he got the ball and he like grabbed it with one hand off like a pass, just like slammed it really hard in, in his other hand, triple threat and took, I believe it was Gabe Vincent off the dribble and got fouled. That's not Aaron Gordon's game at all. Like that is if you, no. but if you put a guy who's six five on Aaron Gordon, he's gonna take him to the hole. I just thought, I just thought that was interesting. But yeah, continue. Their their shooting is awful, but their defense is just as bad. And for this to happen to Caleb Martin, who arguably was the Eastern Conference final, uh, Eastern Conference Finals MVP, in my opinion, he has just pretty much been really non-existent as well, and that is really tough for this heat team to overcome because again jimmy isn't playing that well you need that supporting cast bam is pretty bam has been playing i would say pretty well um going I, up I think I, I think bam has been playing well i think there's a ceiling that you can ask him to to do like yes. he's not gonna drop 30 but he's giving you 22 i think yeah. he's averaging 23 for the series i think he's averaging 23 and 12 actually yeah. i'm cool with that especially since he's the only guy who can match up with Jokic anyway his only minutes yeah. that he gets a break are when jeff green or aaron gordon are playing center for the nuggets so and then i agree when, I, I think bam is fine whenever cody zeller comes in which i don't know why that he have him but did he I play mean, last night Did we have a confirmation so. on that did he play less I, than 21 minutes though i have no idea if he played or didn't i mean i assume he did Actually, my friend's dad asked, he's like, did Bam play the entire game? And I was like, no, I'm sure he came off, but let's look. I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. Okay, well, while, well, while you're doing that, yeah, Cody, I, I made um, off off the air, off the record, played four minutes. He played. I said that there was no way that he was going to play 21 minutes again. Bam and played 44. And Spolster was also played. cutting those um, the undrafted guys their minutes. Struess and uh, Vincent, I thought, only played 19 minutes last night. They did. So he's kind they of – They had two points combined. Yeah, yeah. He kind of – Spolster has his hands tied behind his back with some of these lineups that he has to do because he's got to trot these guys out. But he can't – why did Kevin Love not play 
like why did he, he not play 30 much. plus minutes caleb martin had 33 and duncan robinson had 25 but in all that time like caleb martin playing 33 minutes only having 11 points that's just not going to cut it it's not going to cut it for the heat if they want to beat this nuggets team they they need another they need a spark plug and do you think that spark plug should be tyler hero do we think that we need him to come back i was well i was fully convinced that he was going to come back in game 3 i thought from everything that i had heard that he was going to come back and i, I People have been talking about it. I thought even into the Celtics series, they're saying like, oh my God, if this goes to, if the Celtics force a seventh game, he needs to come back. You know, I, I didn't really buy into the whole, like they play better without him. I think maybe they play more consistently, like at a level that's consistent without him. But I think you maybe deal with some of his lulls on defense and you can like, you know, you get your highs on offense. Cause I think he creates, and I think Jimmy needs some sort of guy who can create. I don't think, I think Caleb Martin and Gabe Vincent can create. I don't think Strews can uh, not at the level that they need him to as being like maybe the number one guy on the floor on a five minute stretch in the game. I don't think he can do that. And Caleb Martin and Gabe Vincent sur- surely haven't shown that, but this guy is six man of the year. Uh, two what, years ago, two years ago. Okay. That's two years ago. No, no, not, not this year, but I know he's had his playoff struggles in the last two years, but I don't understand why even the fans, I'm sure he wants to be out there. I'm very confused on why he hasn't been cleared to play. Um, I understand. I believe it's his non-shooting hand or is I it think, his shooting hand? I'm, I genuinely, I'm not sure. Well, Kevin, Either Durant, way, I mean, I don't even, I, yeah, I don't even mean to compare like Kevin Durant and Tyler Hero, but I'm about to. Wow. Kevin Durant went out that went out there for the Warriors and gave them 12 minutes when they went down against um, the Raptors, I believe right in game. Uh, it was game six, right? Probably. Yeah. I think it was game six or game five. One of the, one of the final games when the Warriors were up um, like against elimination, it was an elimination game. I think they were down three, one in game five. And I think that's when he came back, he came back and he gave them 12 minutes. I mean, he had a calf strain. The entire playoffs was pretty much out and you know, he tore his Achilles, but he was like, He's you know cool. what? I'm going to go out there because we're it's worth it, you know? And I'm not saying that every player should make that decision, but I think Tyler Hero is in a similar spot where, like, I don't really think there's much – I don't <laughs> – I think he's in a better spot. It's a high yeah. reward, lower risk than that. I don't think he re-injures his hand or his wrist no, I don't um, think if so. he goes he's back not- out. I think he maybe re-aggravates it, but I don't think he'll need to get surgery on it if he goes back out there or like miss an entire season. So I think it's a no-brainer for him to go out in the next game. I don't under- I don't see the heat. He makes the team better. He makes yeah. the team better. I mean, he creates his own offense. And yeah, we, we've talked about the defense and how like he kind of has his lows there. But I mean – Bam and Jimmy are pretty good on the defensive end for the most part. They and can then, they can make up for it. If yeah. they play big, they'll be fine defensively. I feel like that we focus so much on the Heat. We need to talk about a little bit about the Nuggets though, and talk about just how damn good this team is because they they've been beating the Heat like easily in my opinion. I don't think there's really been a lot of stress. Um, the biggest stress I think was Jokic being in foul trouble last night, and they still were able to pull out the win. Because, I mean, they've had so many people. Like, they have – they only had three people. They're using the same one, two, three, eight guys. They're using eight guys, and that's it. And that's how they're beating the Heat. With these guys coming off the bench and Jeff Green, Bruce Brown, and then – who's this guy? 
Braun. Oh, but you think? Oh, you thinking of the rookie? Yeah. Braun, yeah. They they don't really go too deep in their bench uh, when they don't usually need to. They don't have a backup center. No, they do. It's DeAndre Jordan. Oh well, no, I meant like DeAndre Jordan. I don't think he's logged any minutes in this postseason, really. No, I don't think. Yeah, so either, but yeah, but they have DeAndre Jordan. Get a ring. Yeah, well, they good for him, but like you know, they don't. So they don't really go that deep. I, I agree, though. The Nuggets have been playing very well. It's it, you know, it's always always a two way street. If one team's playing bad on defense, the other team's going to be playing probably pretty well on offense. Okay. Last night, you're right, was the only night that, and they took away Jamal Murray scoring too like pretty well, well like I mean, they had some stuff going for them they oh yeah yeah that that is he does well. have the whole thing on his hand so they I mean, like really... but i still i still thought that they they did a pretty good job on on like a lot of pick and rolls they they brought like they 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 brought the heat they either they doubled and they you know decided they made it to where jamal murray had to pass it out and they, i think they lived with like the role players beating them like aaron gordon i think mm. I don't know. It was interesting. I think they should make that adjustment to try to do that same thing in game five, but you got to put a big on Aaron Gordon. I think you might have to put Kevin Love on Aaron Gordon. I mean, he was doing a lot of his work from like perimeter last mm-hmm. night. He was, he was like off the dribble because he was being super aggressive. I don't think he'll do that against Kevin Love. I don't think Kevin Love is a great perimeter defender anyway, obviously, yeah. but I don't think Aaron Gordon would attack from the perimeter because he didn't do that in game three or game or game two rather when Kevin Love was inserted in the starting lineup I I think there was something there but yeah the the Nuggets this entire series have played so well um I think people I don't know if you've seen this on Twitter but like people saying um the Lakers that that the Nuggets played so much better than the um against the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals than they have in the finals and that might be true but wow. they've that level that they played in the Western Conference Finals was so amazing that I think it maybe looks like this finals um is is so so, but it's still like spectacular. It's yeah. still unbelievable. The only yeah. player who's playing bad is Michael Porter Jr. Yes. But otherwise awful. But they they've been able to overcome it. It they're just at the end of the day, they're just a little bit more talented than than the Heat. The Heat, I mean, I don't want to talk about these undrafted guys because they're in the NBA for a reason. Like I know, they, I know. I'm, I'm That's why I call the three of them. But <laughs> I mean, listen, it is what it is. Um, there's still a game five, six, and seven potential. Well, six and seven potentially. Um, what are you? What are you looking at? Uh, are, you know, we've been talking a little bit about bets. Kind of throw some numbers out there. Okay. Well, I certainly. Okay, so they play they play Monday. I, I don't know if Hero's coming back. I think if Hero comes back, I, I just wish I think you needed him in game four. I think after the game three um loss, I think you needed him in game four. So I wouldn't even with Hero coming back. Um so you're putting all your money on the Nuggets, aren't you? I just do, do you do you think what what is mo- more likely? Do you think that the Nuggets win this in five or any other scenario happens? Nuggets in six, nuggets in seven, heat in seven. What do you think is most li- more likely? Do you really think that – I don't know if this Miami team can send us back to Miami. I know that they're going to try their heart out. And Spolstra, he is a he's a Hall of Fame coach, and he's got some guys. He's got, obviously, Jimmy Butler, Bam. And if Tyler Hero comes back, I think that he can be the difference. But I feel like we're high on Tyler Hero. 
maybe more than most people, but yeah, we are. But no, I I'm gonna be a homer and I'm gonna say yes. I think that there's I think that the Heat are gonna come out game five backs against the wall. I mean, everyone's doubted them the whole time. So what's the difference now? Like backs against the wall, no nowhere to go, nowhere to hide. Just go out and ball out and get the game, get it back to Miami and see what happens. Just make some stuff happen. I think I wouldn't be shocked if this went back to Miami. I would be mildly surprised. But I think if without Hero, I I probably actually would be shocked. Um, oh, I think I, they need yeah. an extra wrinkle like in their offense or something else to throw at them. I feel like they're very much at an impasse of like, we've done this, they've countered. I feel like the adjustment wise for the series kind of by game five, you know, it kind of like it wanes down and it just comes who's better or who's playing better at the moment. Um, it's clearly the Nuggets right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it would be I think it would be the Nuggets. I, I don't I don't really see a scenario where the Heat like can win three straight games, especially since they're two and six in their last eight games, right? Yeah. After going up 3-0 on the on the Celtics, they've just not yeah, been able so, to some, something has changed. But so if you want to uh, move into since we're ready to crown the Nuggets, best player on the on the Nuggets is Jokic. Jokic so yeah. best player on a championship team. Oh God! What is that? So what? What does that mean? He's two two MVPs, Finals MVP. Assuming Are you I don't saying think Paul Murray would win Finals MVP. I think it's clearly no, Jokic. He's averaging what 30, 31, Like I don't know what he's averaging for the series. It's a thirty point double double, and he's got eight assists. So what? So is I'm hearing a lot about this. Is he the best player in the NBA? Or are you not ready to say that? Because I see a lot of people saying, "Oh, we're forgetting about Giannis." Curry, recency bias, LeBron, I don't know. I think what, Kevin Durant's not in that conversation anymore. You don't think who is? Kevin Durant. I don't think he's in that conversation anymore. No, I don't think so. Um, I mean, he's still obviously a great player and never going to talk smack about him ever because he's great. But I don't think he's in the conversation as greatest in the world right now. Um, I think what Jokic is able to do as both a scorer and a facilitator, he is just – all around the best player in the NBA. I, I definitely can say that with confidence. Watching what he's done in the finals against the Heat, like he's everything that he does, it, it just great. Every shot goes in. I swear. He's just like skyhooking almost, and then it's just ball goes in. It's like, oh, what a surprise. It just goes in. He's got band, he's got two guys all over him, and then he just he's just so much bigger than everybody, too. Like He's what, like seven foot tall? Yeah, well, he took yeah, he took some threes last night that just like floated like like a rainbow across, and oh, you you yes. know Bam is closing out. I mean, yeah, he's a, he's a real he's seven foot point guard essentially. Yeah, yeah, he's he's massive, and what he's just been able to do this season and um, in the finals, it, it it's so hard to argue that he anybody else is better than him. Well, really- I, the one argument that I'm hearing is defense, obviously, because he's certainly not like, but he he holds his own. He's not like awful defensively. I I mean, after watching the Nuggets more closely this playoffs, like I didn't really come away saying that he was a liability. I just think he's nothing special. So when you look at a guy he like have Thomas, to be. I agree. I don't think he has to be. I think he literally like his, if you compare, let's say Giannis, because he seems to be the guy that everybody is still like, 
He's kind of getting a pass right now because of his back injury in the first round. So I think usually that would that would eliminate a uh, losing as a one seed would usually eliminate um, a guy from a best player in the world conversation um, mm-hmm. or losing as a one seed to an eight seed. Um, I do think that Jokic's ability, it's like passing, consistent shooting, and rebounding at a similar or better clip. I think outweighs whatever Giannis can do defensively. I agree. I, I mean, just like from looking at it from like a talent perspective. But what what do you what do you think? Do you think that um, like going into next year, who would who would even be the MVP um, favorite? You think Jokic would be a favorite to win next season? Yeah, to win it next season. I mean, because Giannis was in that conversation too this year. I, I probably, think- if I had a vote, I think honestly, I probably would have voted for Giannis this year because they were the first seed in the East. But Denver was the first seed in the West. I agree. I, I think <laughs> I, I was probably I was definitely one of those guys who at the beginning of the year was definitely doubting what Jokic. I, I thought he could. I I gave him a pass for the last two years in the playoffs. I just didn't think he won MVP. I was just more impressed with Giannis. But I would. What's stand happening corrected. in my head right now is probably just recency, and I'm gonna go with Jokic being the favorite next season, just because. No, he didn't win it. Who won the division? Wasn't it Embiid? It was Embiid. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I would neither neither of us were thinking um, okay. of the actual winner. Also, no. that that is another conversation to have. Embiid yeah. and Jokic. That is that has yeah. been blown up by a by a mile. I've, I think not close anymore. Doesn't matter. I, with the recency, I think Jokic will go into next season as the favorite for the MVP just because of how well he's played in the playoffs and. Although MVP is not a reg- a postseason award, um, I think what he's done is going to go into next year and everyone's going to be like, yeah, Jokic is the best player just because he led his team to what's probably going to be a finals victory. And this dude's putting up triple doubles like Russell Westbrook was doing all those years ago. And I think he's doing it at an even more impressive level. Like I can- I completely agree. I think he will be the betting favorite too. I think barring injury, um, I think he'll probably, he'd probably win it. I think the main uh, argument, which sounds awful this, this year was that he just, you just didn't have the feeling of a three um, of a three time, three straight MVP. But I think there was like, there's this feeling of like a coronation for the new, like best player in the world. And the, a new, multi-time MVP, a guy who's skyrocketing on like all-time lists. I think I think he'll be the betting favorite. And I think because a lot of not because he'll like be astronomically better or like game changing, but I think he'll be like just his uh people's perspective on him will have changed um after this finals. I, I definitely agree. And I mean, I'm, I know both of us are very much looking forward to how the rest of this finals is going to go. I'm sure everybody else in the world is probably looking forward to it. I mean, I know the ratings are, we don't need to talk about it. We don't need to get into the whole schematics of, oh, it's the Heat versus the Nuggets. And we wanted the Lakers and the Celtics, blah, blah, blah. It's the NBA finals. Everyone's watching and everyone's looking forward to it. But we do have another sport that we do need to get talking to um, after this little break that we're about to take. Uh, So stay with us. We'll be talking hockey right when we get back. All right. And welcome back to Double or Nothing, hosted by me, Mason Migliera, and Patrick Pepperdy. We are here talking some NHL. Um, 
You know, we got the Stanley Cup going right now. It's pretty exciting. Um, we got the Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights. I'm not talking about the UCF Knights. We're talking about the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, yeah, Patrick, I, I think you, you had a couple questions. Well, yeah, well, obviously, you're the uh, hockey expert, resident hockey expert, I think. Uh, well, so we'll... It's all it's all relative, Mason. Okay, I I don't I I I wish they brought back the glowing puck. I can't follow the puck around the ice. It's very tough to watch for me. And then there's no more fighting anymore. And but nobody there's no more fighting. But nobody has teeth still. Doesn't make any yeah. sense. They they got rid of fighting and people didn't keep their teeth. The it doesn't make any sense. We'll hit them in the mouth. But no, obviously game game four is, is tonight. The Florida Panthers are on one hell of a run. Oh yeah, uh, beating the Bruins in the first round. Obviously, the team most points of all time. Yeah. Um, what do you, what are the things that I should be looking out for as a, as a casual fan? What, what am I looking for tonight? I mean, I, I'm not going to say I'm a, an expert on hockey whatsoever. I thoroughly enjoy playoff hockey. Um, I think it's extremely underrated. Um, I started watching honestly last year was like my first time because I mean, hockey in Florida, isn't that big of a thing, but now the Panthers are playing very well and they have this guy, his name, Matthew, Kachuk, um, absolute dog. Um, just what what the what the Panthers have done so far in this playoffs is so unprecedented. Like they barely got in, barely by the skin of their teeth they got in, and then they went in and they beat the Boston Bruins, who had the most historic season of all time in the NHL, and then they went on to beat the Maple Leafs, who have been a very good team for a very long time. And then the Hurricanes, they I think the Hurricanes then un underestimated the Panthers and the Panthers went in and swept them. So what what you need to look out for tonight specifically is the goalkeeping because Sergi Bobrovsky for um, the Panthers has just been an absolute legend. I mean, in the game, game three, uh, he had a 92% save percentage. He allowed two goals. That's it. Those are pretty good numbers, everybody. It, it's, it's great numbers. And then they're going up against a kid, um, Hill, who I'm pretty sure, Aiden Hill, it's – I think this is like – he's a young guy. And Sergei Bobrovsky is a veteran. So, like, he's been to the Stanley Cup multiple times. So, it's nothing new for him. And for Hill, it's like – he's like, oh, my God, I have to be perfect. And he's, like, really anxious probably. So, what you need to look out for is – the Panthers need to just control the puck and they just need to get a couple goals because Bobrovsky, he's going to do what he needs to do and get a couple saves. So that's what you need to look at. So for. are you making a, are you making a pick tonight? Do you want, okay, wait, do you want to know the, um, who's favored tonight? Do you know? I mean, I'm assuming it's the Panthers. You, okay. Cause they're home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's the Panthers minus one ten to win. Yeah. Would I've, you take I, that? Would you would you take that? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I they, they need to win tonight because they're down two to one. They need to sweep this little home set that they got. They won what two nights ago? Yeah, two nights ago. Whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. Um on Thursday, recording this on Saturday. Um so they need to win tonight and then they're gonna go back up to um Vegas. They're going to get – everyone's going to go to their slot machines and they're going to put their money on the Panthers. And the Panthers are going to win again. 
and then they're going to come home in game six, and you they're seem, going to take the whole damn series. Oh, you seem extremely confident for a guy, especially this. I'm looking at this goal differential for the series. Not too hot, man. The goal differential, they had one blowout win. It was 7-2, to two, and there was a whole bunch of BS that happened in that game. That Whatever. Goal differential does not matter. It doesn't matter. 5-2. Okay. 5-2 five, two. Five, two in game one. Okay, that one, the Panthers had like three times where the puck hit off like the crossbar, like multiple times, uh, like hit right off the edge. So that was just an uh, – game one was just unlucky. And then game two was just a bunch of BS. There was a lot of refing and all that stuff. But we're not going to talk about all that because that doesn't matter. At the end you, of the day, you have to take – you have to control what you can control, and that is for the Panthers, the puck and they need to just get a couple goals, and then Bobrovsky will do his thing, and the Panthers, I think, are going to win in six. You've uh, spiked six. my intrigue in hockey. I might actually watch tonight. I might need a couple brewskis, uh, but you've uh, it's definitely pretty some interesting stuff, especially with the, you know, the Stanley, the Stanley Cup, you know, like with the expansion teams and everything, with Vegas doing so well. Yeah, um, I know that's pretty good for hockey and and the uh, you know different areas down below canada yeah so, exactly i mean we're all the way definitely down growing the game a lot uh yeah this is the most I'd, i've really heard from panthers fans obviously because being from uh you know well, us both from south florida but like you further south um yeah i you know the lightning are definitely a big thing in tampa but um they've been good for a long time but yeah it's, it's uh, nice to hear about the panthers success and yeah. I think it's good for hockey to have the uh, success with those expansion teams, especially the uh, the Seattle Kraken <laughs> this year yeah. in the playoffs. So, yeah, exactly. All right, you want to take us home? All right, let's do it. All right, everybody, I appreciate you all for watching and taking a listen to our little podcast. Just getting started here. Definitely, lots more things to come. This has been Double or Nothing with Mason Migliere and Patrick Preverty. Uh Catch us uh, soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.